even though you can't see me Had some drinks, so so tipsy, climb the top, you can't retreat Welcome to my show, my name is Stephanie I'm about to talk some shit, so come fuck with me Come sit on my couch, I'm about to run my mouth About the shit I done seen, I'm not trying to be mean But y'all be looking a mess Welcome to my show, story time Shout out to y'all tuning in a third time, three times in a row. I fuck with y'all too. Three times in a row, three times in a row, three times in a row. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Stephanie Toussaint, and in today's episode, we popping the fuck off. Before we even get to the stories about me popping off, let's make sure we're all on the same page because pop off means different things to different people. So the definition of pop off is to lose one's cool, becoming really pissed. This is in reference to a pressure cap popping off, and that usually results in a nasty burn or explosion. Thus, the person who causes the pop-off is about to get told or destroyed. Urban Dictionary. Some of you guys don't know this about me, but I was born with the mouth. As soon as I learned how to speak, I was popping the fuck off. I popped off when Robin got presents on my birthday, but when it was hers, I got nothing. I popped off when I found out my mom was having my little brother because I was no longer going to be the youngest. I popped off when the nuns kept making me use my right hand, knowing damn well I'm a lefty. I popped off one Christmas because all I received were Barbie dolls. I popped off when some big bitch was trying to fight my sister. The fuck I pop off when it's necessary. Now, on this third episode, we're going to talk about the guys. Now, I don't already gave you the definition of pop off. So it's basically instances when your girl pops the fuck off on men. I can usually predict what might come out of a woman's mouth. But you guys, y'all be coming up with some different ass shit. Did you think about these words before they came out of your mouth or not? Because I'm just trying to figure it out. But in college... This was my junior year. I was talking to this fine cue. And we was checking each other out. Like, we met at one of the, you know, Greek barbecues. So, like, we vibing and shit. And then we exchanged numbers. And then he takes me out. So our first date was all types of romantic. I'm just like, oh, yes. I'm in a rom-com right now. Shit. Our dinner is right by the Georgetown waterfront at night. All you see is the moonlight reflecting off the water. And then he's, like, giving me a little history lesson on the different buildings. Because, you know, I'm a newbie to the city, and he's been there for years. He's experienced. He's seasoned. He's fine. We enjoy the waterfront. It's a beautiful evening. Nothing could go wrong. He drives me back to my apartment. Hey, do you want to come up? Sure, yeah, why not? Let me just park the car. Yeah, cool. I didn't think anything of it. So we go up, unlock my door. I have a roommate at the time, but my roommate's out. You know, it was either date or go out with the girls, so I decided to go out on a date instead. One thing about me, my door stays shut. I introduced him to the common area, the kitchen. And the living room. So then he's just like, oh, where's your bedroom? Um, yeah, it's over there. He's like, oh, can I see it? 
He's like, yeah, I, I want the full tour. So then, show my room, you know, my room, my bed, and across from my bed is my roommate's bed, you know, roommate. So then, he just plops his ass on my bed, not with his house clothes, but, you know, he's guest, whatever, I'm going to just change my sheets later. And then he's, like, pulling me down. I'm just like, wait, no, like, let's go back into the living room. You know, like, I can make us some drinks and we could keep chilling out there. He stands up and then, you know, I'm walking towards the door because, you know, I thought, and I'm thinking he's following me. And then I turn back around and he got his pants down. I was just like, nah, chill. Like, I think you got to leave. Like, damn, nigga, you fine. Like, take me out on a few more dates. It would have been guaranteed. But shit, not like that. I don't like that. You got to go. He was like, you dead ass? Dead ass. I walk out because I go back to the common area so that he could pick up his feelings and pick up his clothes. So then he's like walking towards the door. He's like, I've never met a woman as cold as you. I get home safe. My girls came home shortly after, and we all were sitting in the living room talking shit. Pure comedy. Straight jokes. The next day, he calls me, not answering. He texts me. He's like, sorry about the other night. I didn't mean what I said. I'm not going to say shit, because I mean, like, okay. He, like, keeps blowing up my phone. He was just, <laughs> you know, just, like, getting angry and angry. And I was just like, damn. Why are all the fine ones fucking crazy? But it's not only the dating world. It's the work world. It's in your office. I remember I was sitting here setting up someone's computer in um, some common work area. And, you know, I'm typing away. And then I decide to crack my knuckles. I'm cracking my hand knuckles. And then the dude by me was just like, ugh. I'm just like, okay, like, you know, whatever. Like, I'm still doing me. He's just like, how do you expect to get a ring on your finger if you crack at your knuckles? Hold up. Hold the fuck up. Like, time just stops. It's just like, Steph, you can do one of two things. You can go the fuck off on this nigga like he was some nigga in the street. Or you can go high, like Michelle Obama said. (sighs) I was just like, a man should never tell a woman what to do. The room fell silent. There's like four or five motherfuckers working in that room. It's quiet. So I'm still typing away. He was just like, no, yeah, 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 you right. I was just like, I know. Kept typing away. I was there for a good 15 minutes, and it was silence for all them fucking 15 minutes and 59 seconds. And I was just like, have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. one." The moral of the story is, say less, and I bet you they won't say no more. And you got to always make sure you do it in front of an audience so you don't have to keep repeating yourself. Lead by example. You got me fucked up. I'm going to make sure everybody see that you'll never have me fucked up. And they will never try it either. Transitive property or whatever. Till this day, I'm wishing a nigga would.
But now I'm cool with the people I work with. They respect me. I respect them. You know, I decided to join an organization that I felt had the same values as I. I hit them up via email, which was like, oh, I'm interested in, you know, helping out with the community service. I want to help plan your events, blah, 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 because I have experience with that. They were just like, oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Of course you can help out with that. What else are you good at? You know, I send them my resume and I'm just like, you know, I just got skills. I got skills in different fields. (laughs) What you need? (laughs) So then they were just like, oh, we need we need someone to help us with our our website. I was just like, all right, cool. Like it's a WordPress. I got that. You know, I help make the website beautiful. And then we have a few events happening and I'm noticing some patterns of disorganization. And I'm just trying to talk to the president and let him know, you know, like, hey, I see some red flags. You know, we should try to get that solved early. Let's try to get this shit fixed. He was like, okay, yeah, let's schedule a meeting. I had everything laid out on what, you know, what changes I thought would needed to be made and not, you know, stepping on anybody's toes, just, you know, bullets, not paragraphs. Anyway, so... So I had all of that information ready. So then we had something scheduled for Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, the day before Wednesday, Tuesday night. Oh, sorry, I can't make it. We have to reschedule. Cool. No problem. Everyone has a life. This is an extracurricular. Like, all right, cool. It's a Friday morning, right? Friday morning, get ready. And 10 minutes before it. Sorry, I have to reschedule. <sighs> All right. Okay, I just like move my schedule around. Like, let me just, okay, cool, whatever. He was just like, okay, I'm sorry. We're going to work around your schedule now. Let's make sure, you know, I don't want to eat away at your time. I'm sorry. I was just like, okay, let's do afternoon after work because you done already messed up my work schedule for the week. So we pick an afternoon after work. And then 10 minutes after the start time, he texts me, I can't make it. Oh, hell no. I had to ask myself, how many times you going to let this man waste your time? I decided I was going to treat him like any other nigga out here in these streets. Text, read, calls, miss, voice messages, listen to. But that's about it. In the great words of Auntie Maxine, I'm reclaiming my time. The fuck? We could have done great work together, solved mad of the community problems together, but life goes on. If you're not going to appreciate my existence, then let me bless you with my absence. Dudes, y'all are so crazy. Like, I don't understand. Why can't y'all do better for your damn selves? Don't do it for us. Do it for yourselves because you out here looking fucking crazy. I don't hate you guys. I just think that you guys can be better, point blank, period. Right before I shout out all my social media that you should be following already, I'm going to say a quote that's going to motivate you to the point where you're thinking about your current situation and you want to do better. Something that's going to motivate you to your core. I'm going to call that piece real bitch quote. You heard it first in episode three. I found a real bitch quote this morning. I was just like, yes, bitch. 
Post your selfies for you. Doll up for you. Take naps for you. Eat good food for you. Make you happy. Who the fuck are they? I bet you just dropped the mic real quick. Shit. So go ahead and let that real bitch quote marinate. Not only are we doing the real bitch quotes, but we're going to do another little segment too. It's going to be called shit that didn't make the script. Like, I mean, I be saying funny shit, but it don't fit the storyline. So I'm just going to put it right in the end. Like, bam. Ooh, I have cookies. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up. I got milk too. Ooh, milk and cookies. Fuck, fuck it up, fuck, fuck, fuck it up, fuck, fuck, fuck it up, fuck, fuck, fuck it up. Damn, Whitney was really a fucking legend. She got me out here contemplating coke and shit. Like, I wonder what type of bitch I would feel like. Hmm. Shout out to Whitney Houston. We love you, queen. Big or small, little or tall, like, you can always get these words. Like, I don't give a fuck who the fuck you are. If you have me fucked up or have anyone in my circle fucked up, you gonna get told the fuck out. Period. In real life, I'm an introverted bitch. I keep to myself. I just got jokes. The fuck? I think I'm funny as fuck and I'm tired of laughing by my damn self. There you have it, folks. That's all I got for today. Thank you for listening again. This is episode three. Thank you so much for your time. The season finale is two episodes away, and the season finale will be viewer's choice. So feel free to send me any DMs, any questions. I'm answering it on air. Let's make this fun. You can check me out on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on Snapchat, Instagram, and iTunes podcast. Sweet dreams for now, bitches, because next episode, I'm all in that ass. Storytime with Steph. Come fuck with the kids.